listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. I am your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week, I bring you bite-sized episodes and interviews with wedding industry experts as we share with you tips and tricks to simplify your wedding planning process. In today's episode, I sat down with gemologist and founder of fine jewelry brand Grew & Co, Simon Grew. Now, this episode is perfect if you're feeling overwhelmed by all the options when it comes to choosing an engagement ring or a wedding band. It's a huge decision and you want to make sure you get it right. Simon has decades of experience creating beautiful jewellery for couples and in this episode he shares his advice on where to start when choosing or designing an engagement ring. He talks current and future trends when it comes to metals and stones and how to ensure you choose a design that will look as breathtaking in 20 years as it does today. So let's dive into my chat with Simon Grew from Grew & Co. Welcome, Simon. Thanks for joining me. Thanks very much, Jordan. It's a pleasure. So let's start with the Grew & Co story. Can you tell me about how you started in the industry and what drew you to it in the first place? I suppose my fascination with jewellery started when I was not necessarily just jewellery, but um, my, fascinated with, my fascination with jewellery and precious minerals started when I was very young. Um, so I was only just a little boy, maybe five or six, and I first started reading about buried treasure and lost treasure and I was fascinated by it, pirate treasure, Viking treasure, Roman treasure and that was, I just lived and breathed it. So I used to dig holes in my backyard trying to, in the hope that I would turn up something valuable and when I'd go out playing I was always looking for beautiful stones, it could just be rocks that I had some sort of attachment to that I couldn't put down Um, and I'd find fossils everywhere. And I'd, I'd come home at the end of the day and my pants would be falling down because I was so full of rocks that I just couldn't leave behind. And then when I was a little bit older, I was still, I think I'd just started high school, I met a jeweller, a really talented jeweller in Sydney named Todd Turner. And he was a friend of a friend of mine. And I had the pleasure to go into his workshop and watch him work. And I was just romanced and enchanted by him being able to make what was essentially treasure. And I just loved the craft behind it, the history behind it, but also the permanence of it. And it blew my mind that you could start the day with, with nothing, some loose stones and some metal, and you could end the day with something that would transcend generations and have so much emotional significance in people's lives. Pretty much from that, that point on, that's all I wanted to do. I love that. And I love that you're, um, you're basically creating now treasures for modern couples. And Grew & Co itself started in 2012, is that right? Yes, it did. Yeah. I you know, went through my career and I worked for a number of different jewellers, just building my skills and trying to hone my craft. Uh, and then when I was ready, I decided to do my own thing. And so I started I started doing contract work for a number of the high-end jewellers in Sydney, but I really wanted to, to create my own style and so created created Grew & Co. Um, and I haven't looked back. It's just been building momentum and, and building an extraordinary following, um, which I'm really flattered by. And 
for brides and grooms, the prospect of choosing an engagement ring or a wedding band, it can be quite overwhelming, the process. Um, it's something that holds so much meaning and it's, they're going to have it for life. So can you tell me about your process for working with a couple? How do you help them to narrow down the type of design that they would like if they come to you and they've got no idea what they're after? A lot of the people that, that come to us, they come to us because they, they already know of us or they've discovered us and, and something about our brand or our style resonates with them. So we've been really fortunate to have clients that have an understanding or a familiarity, maybe not of the nuts and bolts of jewellery, um, but certainly of our style and, and they might have a flavour or an aesthetic that they like and that's enough for us to work with and we can build on that just by communication, asking the right questions, all the information that we need to know to be able to do our job. And it might be things that they hadn't given any consideration to. Uh, and so if we hit, uh, say, some brick walls or, or they're just not sure, then we'll really take the time to go through and give them an understanding of it um, so that they can appreciate what's involved and then love the outcome. There is a lot of information at hand uh, in terms of visual information like Instagram, which is great. There's a lot of technical information online and some people really dive into that and it can be quite confusing for them because it's all theoretical so when they sit down and we're asking really targeted questions we're showing them beautiful examples of um, what their options are it all you know it all falls into line pretty quick and they get a really rapid understanding of, of all the nitty-gritty yeah and do you tend to start with the stone or the type of metal what do, do couples generally come in and know that they want a certain stone and then you go from there? What's the, the process generally? Some do. It depends on the individual. So some people will like a, a style, they like a design. And so that's a great place to start. And then we can look at, you know, different, different options as to what we might put into it. And other people might want a diamond, for example, or they might want a sapphire. But there's so many different options. If you just take sapphire, um, sapphire comes in all the colours of the spectrum. So that's where we can really show them what their options are and try and put a sharper point on what they're looking for. I suppose it's like every person's different. Some people might, they might have been thinking about, uh, say, a white diamond ring, for example, and then we come into the they come into our store uh, and they see some of the amazing alternatives that we have. Um, they'll go down a different rabbit hole. So it really just depends on the individual and kind of where they're at. Some people are really fixed and they know exactly what they want and they don't want to deviate from that path which is great from our point of view because it makes it really a really streamlined process. And other people, they just want to kind of lose themselves in the experience, which is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for us because we can show them so many beautiful options that they may or may not have never heard or given any consideration to. So if someone doesn't know, I mean, I guess we've got to start somewhere. One of the first questions that we ask is, is what colour do they like? And it might be blues or greens and then, um, or reds or yellows, and we'll just build on that. So we'll, we'll kind of pick a path and we'll follow it until we either um, we come up with a solution or the path might not change. We might end up in a totally different place to where we started. And it is a journey. It's a really, it's a really fun and fascinating journey. Absolutely. And it's such a fun and enjoyable process, I guess, for couples. They're making this huge step and uh, they're able to go on that journey with you. I know that the Gruen Co vision is very much to create a contemporary Australian heirloom. So pieces that are both timeless and yet also for the modern, modern bride and the groom. Is that a difficult balance to get right? And what are your tips for couples if they want to create something that's very much in fashion and popular now, but also won't date and, and they're going to love for the rest of their lives? To be honest, I don't think it's a really difficult thing to create. 
Fashions and trends do change. They ebb and they flow. I think the, the thing that transcends time and that ebb and flow of, of styles and fashion is uh, elegance and proportion. So even though we can do something that's got a modern flavour or it's got a contemporary feel, we'll still work to proportions that will be timeless. And what we want to do is create something that's going to be as beautiful and elegant in 50 years' time as what it is today. And that's, that's just done by just making it all come together in a really kind of timeless way. It's just well-built, it's considered, uh, and it's made with like just passion and skill. And who knows what's going to what's going to happen in five years' time or what's going to be in vogue in ten years' time. What we want to do is create something that's just going to look every bit as, as beautiful and stylish and elegant. And as an example of that, there's really beautiful jewellery that was made in the 20s uh, in the Art Deco period, and it was just really thoughtful. Um, you know, some of it had really distinct lines or it had a, had a really edgy flavour, um, but it was put together right. And if you compare something that might have been made in the 80s where... Maybe they didn't give the same type of consideration. That looks, in comparison, looks kind of cumbersome and a little bit clumsy and a little bit heavy. So if we just throw back to Art Deco, for example, there's been countless styles and periods and flavours that have come and gone since then, but there's a there's this beautiful sense of design that just, just translates over time. Uh, and that's where we take our inspiration from and we want to try and create that same kind of flavour and foundation for all of our work. When we're talking about trends and fashion when it comes to jewellery have you got any tips on what you think is going to be popular for the year ahead or the next few years ahead in terms of stones and metals and designs no i think color color's been in play for a little while now for a few years and it's fun and there's so much potential because there's there's limitless colored minerals and beautiful gems available i i think white diamonds will always be there and they'll always be every bit of stunning but i think just given given the circulation of social media, they're just more open to possibilities uh, and they want something that's a little bit different or a little bit more unique, which is a, a lot of, it's a lot of fun from my point of view. And I find that yellow gold has come back, which is great. It's always been around, but white metals, white gold or platinum has been dominant for, until recently, it's been dominant for the last, last 20 years. So when in one of the other questions we spoke about how styles and trends can change, they do change, but for them to change remarkably, it takes a long time. So I think people shouldn't worry so much about if they're going to go with yellow gold, will it still be popular in two years' time or five years' time? And it's the same with rose gold. The short answer is, yeah, it will. And for, for that to go full circle, it's going to take, it's going to take a hell of a long time. Um, so go with what you like and enjoy it and enjoy it every second. Just going back to, to coloured stones, you know, we're finding sapphires are really popular because, because they just come in so many different combinations of colours. You know, we've got incredible Australian stones that come from, from central Queensland, quite literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, and every stone that we get our hands on is completely unique. It's, it's virtually impossible for us to, to replace one with another that's exactly the same. It's not a, it's not a generic or homogenized product. And I think our clientele, they really like that. They come to us because they don't want something that everybody else has got. They want something that's, that's just more interesting and more beautiful, more unique. So I think there's a lot of mileage left in that. And I think we can, we're just going to see just more, more color, more development of color. Um, there's so many beautiful pastel tones that we work with. And you can never get tired of. So I don't, I don't think that's going to. 
don't think that's going to stay for a while. I'm really enjoying it. I hope it, I, I think it is going to stay for a while and I hope it does, um, the longer the better. Um, but I'm sure whatever we move into next will be equally equally as interesting, equally as fun, equally as fascinating. So, yeah, who, who knows? I, I don't know. I'm just in love for the ride like everybody else and I'll make the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your tips today. There's some real um, great advice in there for couples uh, when they are facing the decision of choosing an engagement ring or a wedding band. Uh, if couples want to find out more about Grew & Co, where can they find you? They can have a look at our, our website, which is growandco.com.au, um, or please just keep in touch with our Insta. We're always putting new and beautiful things that we're working on. Some might be things that we've got in stock or new additions to our store, and some might be custom work as well. So people will really be able to get a, a familiarity um, with our style. Uh, and a really good understanding of what it is that we do. Fabulous. Well, thank you again. And I will pop the uh, the Gruen Co website and also the Instagram handle in the show notes so that couples can take a look there. Thanks so much for the opportunity, Jordan. Well, that brings an end to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. I hope you have enjoyed it. If you have, please uh, rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in so that other brides and grooms can find us. I am Jordan Weaver and I'll catch you next time. 